What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, we did. A little bit. That's what we do every week. We try. I didn't watch much. Uh, I watched some of NXT last night. I I caught everything except for the Killian Dane Matt Riddle match, which is the whole reason I put it on. Right. Um... I guess we'll get to it. I don't want to jump into NXT just yet. But then I also, I watched my two matches Mm -hmm. for this. And then I watched another match involving the second wrestler. And I'll talk about that when we get to him. But I watched two matches for one of the wrestlers. And then I also watched Finn Balor, uh, or Prince Devitt at the time, versus Pac, or Neville, Mm -hmm. for you WWE fans out there, uh, from the best of the Super Juniors 15 is what's popping in my mind, but uh, I don't know uh, if that's accurate or not. Accurate? Accurate yeah. or not. But that's whatever number. Right. I saw a gif of, I don't remember what spot it was, but a spot of them on um, Reddit uh, okay. from that match. Which and which led me to thing. watch the whole match because yeah. I was like, oh, that's got to be good. Right. But it was like a, they were in the turnbuckle and Pac did a bunch of flippy flops back away from him into mm-hmm. the other turnbuckle and thought he got away. Bam! There was Devitt. Nice. It was cool. Fucking Devitt. It was a good match. It's a really good yeah. match. It was the best match I watched this week. Nice. But I'm not going to count it because it I watched happen. and I guess we got to wait two weeks. There's a two week delay on the Super J Cup. Mm-hmm. But apparently uh, Amazing Red and Osprey had an amazing fucking match. Yeah, and I watched, there's a thing on Reddit about about minute, minute and a half of the highlights from it. Okay. And, yeah. I didn't see that. I might have to look yeah. for that later on. Maybe I ate dinner tonight. There you go. Well, um, yeah. WWE talk? Sure. I guess we'll just start off with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. And kicked off with Mr. Roman Reigns. It did. He was supposed to wrestle Ziggler. Right. But, um... Something that happened. didn't happen. No. No. Um, it should be him, though. Just saying. He agrees. Right. Uh, no, they fought. Or something. Yeah. Oh, they did have a match. It was yeah, Ziggler hitting with that super kick before right. the match. And then they cut to commercials, what I was thinking That's of. And right. then they had the match after that. Yeah, and they had the match. Yeah, yeah, they they match. yeah, they did have the match. It was whatever. Yeah. But my favorite part of the night, so King comes out next with the King's Court. He was supposed to be interviewing Sasha Banks. Right. But as he's making his predictions for King of the Ring winner, the lights start flicking out in the Bray Wyatt fiend uh, style, as you got buzzer get yeah. used to now. So Lawler being the smart guy he is, he gets yeah. the fuck out the ring. I he starts booking it up, and that was genius. It really I was. Love that. And he realized he needed to get the fuck out of there until he got to the top of the ramp, and then I guess he kind of forgot he needed to keep going. And the fiend got him from behind, and the mandible clawed and left him laying. The mandible claw, like for the, what they're doing with him, the mandible claw was so fucking genius. Anyone can take the mandible claw. Anybody. Anybody. May Young could still take the mandible claw. Did you gotta, one? Yeah, you gotta dig her out first, but it'll happen. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, well, that was probably the highlight of the week in WWE world. Fucking, the Fiend's the best thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, 
It's so genius. Yeah, I'm going to call this out now just because I don't have it in my list. Mm -hmm. And it's just a rumor and I'm asking because I don't know. Okay. Did I... I saw something about the WWE was changing the Fiend's mask. What? Do you know what that's about? Did you see that? Is that just a rumor? No, I saw that there is already like three different versions or something. Okay. So he's like wrestling in one... And I think one for TV and one oh, for well, something Oh, well, that only else. makes sense, though. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the same as them having different belts for different purposes. You have right. one that's just for the close-up photography that's always, like, pristine. You have the one that gets beat up that gets carried to the ring and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. You'd have more than one mask. That'd be like going to a wrestling, to going to WrestleMania with only one set of tights. And, yeah, you've got them because they're special, but you're going to have another pair of trunks in case something happens. But anyways, like, I just like didn't you know. Shit yourself. I just didn't know. I just saw a rumor, and I didn't know if it was like yeah. a big change or if it was just I don't know. What you're I think it's more like multiple versions. Yeah, I haven't lo- seen them like side by side, which is what I want to see. Because everything looks but similar my, enough to the me. way people are talking. It's like more PG on Raw and stuff, which I get. Like, right, if you're on television and. Honestly, they could do it cool where it is a little more PG on TV, and then he breaks out like a mean, meaner, vicious thing on slightly a varied version of it or whatever. Right. Like he, uh, you know what I would like to see, which would be amazing, is the people he defeats on pay per views. The next pay per view he comes out, and instead of his head on the lane, oh, it's theirs. It's theirs. Fuck yes. Right. Oh, I want that so hard right now. How dope would that be? Oh, dude, I want that so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, so hard a cat can't scratch it. Yeah. That's so then they movie. followed up the best thing on Monday Night Raw with the shittiest thing on Monday Night Raw, which is fucking Michael Cole interviewing Booker T over Skype again. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Like, how did they think this was the best way to partner with Skype for advertisement purposes? Right. Or, like, just say Skype's paying for the shit on commercial break, Michael Cole. Yeah. No, At least this is... one wasn't cutting out like uh, Stone Cold's, but yeah. Booker T seemed even less interested than Stone Cold did in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, this was dumb as fuck. Yeah. It always... Whatever. What was next? Uh, uh, Braun AJ. Was that? That's uh, what I had. Was did I pass? No. I think I scrolled weird. No. I don't know. Um, yeah. No, the tag match with the King of the Ring guys, which was whatever. Right. Like, the guys that aren't wrestling this week, they're wrestling this week. Had a tag match, right. It was whatever. I mean, it's kind of like what New Japan would do. Right. Tease it. Yeah. Uh, It's just that what New Japan does to do it right is it's one guy on each side and then other guys that aren't involved at all... Yeah. Which gives it some variety instead of just the same fucking four guys. Right. Like, that's what, that's the pro, it's the same shit. Like, we've seen it. I've seen this, let's, let's fucking move it and change right. it up. Um. But yeah, then it was Braun and AJ. Right, which the OC interfered pretty quickly pretty, in that yeah, match. pretty quickly, which is going to lead to tag team championship match later. Which is stupid, but whatever. I yeah. thought that whole dumb... Because Seth Rollins comes to the rescue because I don't fucking know why. And then... Yeah, I don't know. We'll get to how dumb the tag match. We'll get to that later. That was stupid, too. 
Uh, um, but then, ladies and gentlemen, wasn't it Elias? Was he? Yeah, they did the whole twenty four seven spiel, which uh, was dope. Mine doesn't have that. Oh, but that's okay. Well, these are just my notes. Oh, those are your notes. Yeah, I just made notes. This oh, week. No, I didn't make yeah. any for SmackDown because uh, I don't I really know much what happened on SmackDown when it's the end. But um, yeah, Elias. No, the before that was the King of the Ring match. Joe and Cesaro. Oh, I have that note, like, right after the Elias thing. I must have just did it out of order for some reason. Yeah. Uh, that was an alright match for what it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted more between the... A little more. I want a little more. This match makes me want a little more. I'm not saying... Yeah, I would like to see this escalate into a full-blown feud right. at some point. Because, yeah, Cesaro and Joe could have some killer fucking matches. Yeah. I actually, I mean, we'll get to that news later, but I'd love to see Cesaro just go back to NXT for a little while. Who did you take in this one? Huh? Who did you predict win this one? I don't remember. Did you write yours down? Yep. I don't remember. I took Uh, Joe. I took Cesaro. Okay. I took Joe. Yeah. So. I wanted Cesaro to go further in this. I had him go into the semis. I mean, what? I didn't pick once. I picked Wills for mine. Because I wanted Cesaro to win as well, but I knew he wasn't going to. That's why I picked Joe. So then Elias, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And he actually escaped with the title intact. He came out and mm-hmm. he said that this was going to be his last in-ring concert ever because now that he's the 24-7 champion. Right. Which was dumb that he announced it in the first place to tell everybody where he was going to be as the 24-7 champion and exactly when. But whatever. Who am I? Um, and then, yeah, they brought in... He had a problem with his guitar. It kept cutting out or some weird music kept piping in, I guess. Some weird sound, static yeah. squealed thing, and it kept fucking up. So some masked gimp dude brought him another one who ended up being our truth Rolled him up, like, twice, I think. And like But Elias still got away with the championship. Mm-hmm. And now I think he has the longest single reign ever. I was looking at it. it... Maybe. I probably. forgot because that led me into looking at the Super Iron Heavy Metalweight Champion or some shit, which yeah. is basically like a Japanese DDT title that mm-hmm. um I've seen that. Yeah, it's like a broom it was, and a it was a yeah, it was a, a it was making fun of the hardcore title mm-hmm. and but it's still going today. Yeah, and it's been nice. held by ladders and all kinds of invisible people mm-hmm. and all kinds of crazy shit. I'm sure it's Jim Cornette's favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I don't know about all this next part. Was the Rey Mysterio stuff? Yeah, he was like about to take his mask off, and Dominic's right. like, "No, Dad, don't. Yeah. I want to be able to tell my kids that I tagged with my dad, like you got mm. to tag with your dad." And that was how much enthusiasm. And it's like, dude, mm. you shouldn't be on TV yet. You're not ready, no. man. He's he's not ready, away. and it sucks because they're gonna blow it and waste it and. They're going to kill him before he ever has a, right. a fair chance, kind of like they did the Ascension. No, I want Ray to be like, no, dude, you got to, like, chill. And him go down to the Performance Center and for the next year work his way up until he debuts yeah. at somewhere. But Something, because, yeah... Because yeah, starting people at the top usually well, there go was, well. There was a, a report like last week before this that he was about a year away 
from debuting. Right. So, I hope. So, how about we wait a year and then we debut him and let's just keep him off TV for right now. And, like, you know, yeah, we have to have a segment like, you know, you need time. You know what I really want to happen? Hmm. I want Ray to go down to NXT and work with those guys. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Right? That would be amazing. Gargano versus Rey Mysterio on NXT. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we had the New Day versus the Revival for some reason. The whole tag team thing is so fucked up. Yeah. And I don't understand why like WWE is so worried about AEW. One of the big draws there is the tag team division. And right. you keep fucking with the tag teams. So let's feature SmackDown tag teams on Raw. And then when we get to SmackDown, it's going to be Raw fucking tag teams. Because the Revival are there for some fucking reason. I don't fucking... Yeah. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Right. It's right. slowly getting better, but... Mm. Slowly getting better. But yeah, the... Whatever. Right. Yeah, I don't understand. Um... Sasha was next. But I really, I, I will say I do really like Randy Orton. With the revival? With the revival. Oh yeah, me too. Like. FTRKO? <sighs> fuck yeah. They need one more. They need one more. They need a Because female. this could be, the, honestly, this could be like a modern day Four Horsemen. Woo! Like, they're the, I just don't know who the fourth is. Orton, revival. We yeah. need a current. Got, we need. It's got to be a the smooth work rate. Like I don't. Cesaro. Cesaro. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Just give him a small personality tweak. <clears throat> yep. Nope. You're right. Cesaro. That'd be fucking awesome, man. <sighs> yeah. And honestly, fuck it. You put Heyman as their JJ. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. Or brother love. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. Brother love. I love I you. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. What was that? Sasha Banks interview? Yeah. Sasha With Banks all due respect, me. nobody's talking about your blue hair, Sasha. That was the dumbest. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Whatever. That was uh, dumb too. That was not a good interview. No. They never Although, are anymore. A little bit later, she had line of the night. Yeah, yeah, we haven't got there yet, but no. she does end up having line of the night. In my opinion, um, tag match. No, it is. Huh? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I can't was, think of any other line that comes close. It was so horrible. So <gasps> the big dog. That was pretty close. Oh, that was really that was really I hope you guys didn't wreck. <laughs> yeah. You should turn that down. I'll probably forget. <laughs> uh, no, but then we had the women's tag match, which was alright. You know what, though? I'm just glad that the tag titles are being featured. Me too. But why do we blow our load on a clean pinfall against... Like, why are we not doing something with Fire and Desire? I like them. Yeah, they need to work their way up, though. And I love... I do love this Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss thing. I like that the whole storyline that they're actually friends. Like, no one thinks they're I didn't, actually friends. I didn't think I was going to like it. Mm-hmm. 
But I was like, I'll give it a chance because one, it's different, and mm-hmm. I keep asking for different. So cool. Right. And two, I know they, I knew they were friends in real life. Yeah. So I was like, or they were becoming friendly or becoming right. good friends, I guess. Yeah. And um, they made well. So I'm like, well, if they're becoming friends for real, right. I've already seen that Alexa makes that work well. Mm-hmm. She did it with Naya. I mean, she's done it with her. Fr- she works well with her friends. So yeah. let's let's see what it goes. And this has been cool. I like it. I do like it. The mattress just whatever though. You're right. The mattress kind of blab, but at least their feet. Featuring the women's yeah. tag titles again. They're at least being shown. And the longer they keep, they stay together, the more devastating the breakup's going to be. Oh, for sure. And that's the thing. That's the best, that's the other cool <clears throat> thing, too. Like, I would love to see them hold these till Mania. And honestly, the Raw after Mania, you have Nikki turn on Alexa. Because mm-hmm. everyone's suspecting Alexa will turn because she's usually the bitch. Yeah. And then you turn Alexa super face, and I think Alexa could get over as a super face. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. There's that. Uh, next up, was this the Cedric Alexander yeah. Sami Zayn match? Right. Cedric Alexander won. Right. Of course like, he did, because like Sami. Two, 215 or something. <laughs> like, it was quick. Sami's lost nine. at least nine in a row now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's Sammy how many long. Anymore. That's how long it's been since. He had a win on DQ or on a pay per view within yeah. that win. Or I within did, that night. I did take Cedric Alexander, so got that one right. Um, I, I did as well. I, I did too. Yep. I also took Cedric. So, yeah, both my Raw guys are still in. Yeah. I'm two for two in Raw. BJ's one for two. One for two. That's all right. Yeah. I'm enjoying this, though. Like, it shows. Oh, I like some the, the King of the Ring. I'm really liking oh, it. Oh, I have a story. Okay. Because there's not much left on Raw, but I'm an idiot. So no, you're not. Don't be so mean on. When I was thinking about this, I was like, man, I don't think any of these guys have been in King of Ring tournament before. And so I looked it up, and I go through a year to year. Yeah, McIntyre was probably has been. Nope, McIntyre was the only one, and it was in 2010. Oh, Shelton Benjamin hasn't been in one. No, I I looked. But I did. I missed McIntyre on 2010, and I posted on Reddit that no one had been in it before, and that it was the first time since the first time. Because I went through like year by year right. to see, and, and you missed McIntyre. I missed McIntyre, and I just went back to see who was on was the roster best. the last time they had mm-hmm. one and right. from there. That's what I did too. That's and why then, I was like McIntyre, Miz. Yeah. And I don't know how I missed it. Benjamin. It was horrible. Anyway. Yeah. Because people were, I mean, they called me out instantly. Next up, we probably had something stupid. Because I was an idiot. Uh, yeah. That so, was the main event. It's fucking stupid. Right? No, we had, um... What else we still skip some oh, stuff. The Sasha we missed all Sasha Natty. Yeah. And Natty was being interviewed. She's yeah. so hurt. She had her arm in a sling. Right. And uh, yeah. Sasha just out of nowhere. Yeah. Fucking great. Slammed her. Fucking mm-hmm. just smashed her. her face in. And then she said, go to hell, Natty, and tell your daddy I said hi. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, that was one of the most not PG things. Yeah, in a long time. In a long time. And then yeah, it was good. Seth it. Rollins and Braun Strowman won the tag team championships. Right. 
from Galilee. And now they're worthless props again mm-hmm. because they were immediately meant absolutely nothing because Braun couldn't stop eyeballing the Universal Championship the entire fucking time they right. were celebrating. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. They're not even a tag team. No. Nope. We have so many good tag teams on the And we've done this before. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. The Rock and Mankind. Yep. Stone Cold and Triple H or whatever the fuck it was. The two-man power trip. Mm-hmm. That was Stone Cold and Triple H, wasn't it? It's not something like that. Whatever the fuck. No, it's been done to death. It's, um, I'm not a fan. No. Some things probably happened on SmackDown. Right. There was a tag match. Or no, not a tag match. There was King of the Ring matches. There was. Right. Yeah. Andrade beat Cruz. Mm-hmm. Which, um... Yeah. I took Andrade. Yeah. So I'm still good there. And then Elias beat Kevin Owens, which... And I actually took Owens to win that one. I had him one. going to the finals, so... I did not. Uh, I only had Owens going to the next round, right. so I'm only going to miss the one there. No, there was a couple really good things. I, like, SmackDown, for the most part, was really good. Um, I, fucking, didn't, I didn't like the way it went off air. Uh, Just with them all standing around looking at each other stupidly. Dude, I loved it. I thought it was was fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It It didn't make any fucking sense. Roman Reigns I know. It was hilarious. It was dumb. Um, Like, I liked the reveal of the lookalike. I thought that was fantastic. But then just the way it went off air was ignorant. No, it was dumb, but, like, it was just hilarious. But, but, um, but I did like the reveal. Yeah. That was um, cool. I saw that clip. It was fun. And Match of the Week happened on SmackDown. Oh, what was that? Buddy Murphy and Daniel Bryan. Oh, dude, I did watch yeah. that. Fuck yeah. yeah, that match was amazing. Fucking amazing. And they, Buddy Murphy pulled out the yeah, fucking win. He did the right thing. And because he couldn't have lost this week again. Right. And they did the right thing. Agreed. So no, that was really fucking awesome. Really fucking yeah. awesome. Um Yeah, Reddit yeah, told me about that, that as soon as I woke up. Yes. That was like the top of Squared Circle mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh okay. You yeah. got it, Reddit. I'm gonna go check it out. It was amazing. Yeah. Anything else worthwhile happened on SmackDown? I know uh, Revival and Orton were there. Yeah. Sami Zayn and Nakamura. Oh yeah, beat up the Miz. Beat up the Miz. Yeah, apparently Sami Zayn is now the mouthpiece for Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Which is weird, but okay. It's going to be weird. I'm going to let it play out. Yeah. We'll see and what happens. And Kevin Owens officially turned into a little bitch. What? What the fuck was that? He like apologized and tried to shake Shane McMahon. Yeah. I'm so fucking sick of Shane McMahon, dude. I told you this wasn't going to be the end of Shane McMahon. No, no it won't. Shane McMahon's going to win King of the Ring. Mark my fucking words. I swear to fucking God. He's going to be the replacement for the last fucking match, just like he won best in the world. And he's going to be the best king of the ring in the world. And it's going to be even more fucking stupid than it is now. I know. I just watched Wednesdays. It's fine. I'm going to have to watch NXT on Thursdays. Yeah. Because there's not an AEW network for me to catch it on the next day. Right. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And then Kevin Owens lost, so because Shane fucked him over. Yeah, it's more Shane. Uh, like I said, I didn't get to watch NXT because ever since the network updated, I can't watch NXT. Well, NXT started so, off this is bullshit with Adam Cole, baby, and yeah, the Undisputed baby. Era. Nice. And they came down, and basically it was Adam Cole saying, you know, um. 
just basically saying, you know, we didn't fulfill the undisputed prophecy prophecy this time, but um, but it's still gonna happen, and I still upheld my end of the bargain, Adam Cole, baby, and he brags about how he beat Johnny Gargano again, which was cool, and then um, and then uh, you know, Roddy cut a pretty decent promo about how like, hey, Dream, you didn't beat me, like. As soon as we get a chance, I'm taking it from you. Like, you you haven't beat me. I'm not done yet. So they're kind of teasing that's going to happen. And um, then O'Reilly and Fish got on the mic, and O'Reilly was like, you can't you can't win the match if you don't pin the legal man. And they showed the tag uh, right before that Fish tagged in, right before O'Reilly got pinned, and that Fish mm-hmm. was the legal man because he did tag in. <clears throat> so they're saying that they deserve a rematch because of that. And then, uh, you know, their promo's over, and the music hits, and they're walking out, and then this music I don't quite recognize hits. Well, fucking Jordan Miles walks out with his fucking nice. contract binder. Nice. Adam Cole cuts a promo on him, like, you don't, you don't want to do this. You don't want to come at Adam Cole. Like, don't, don't waste, don't waste it, man. This, it's not worth your career to do this. Nice. Just be Adam Cole, baby. Right. And he was like, so just walk away basically and Miles like just stands there for a second he's straight faced like just real serious the whole time nice hands the contract to Cole still and Cole reaches for it and he just drops it and he breaks out in his big shitting grin that Miles usually has because that's his gimmick is he's smiling and shit when he comes to the ring and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and apparently I don't know when but apparently Jordan Miles is going to face Adam Cole baby for the NXT championship nice so that was kind of neat uh, we also had a match. Probably, uh, September 18th. Is that the next takeover? No. Next takeover Survivor That's Series. That's the move. Oh, on the first uh, live show. That could be. Maybe. That makes sense. We'll, 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 we'll get, get to, to that. Yeah, rumors, let's get to that Because I have an idea for October 2nd. But anyways, but, um, there was also a match between me again and... The other one that's running with her, Vanessa Bourne. Yes, I was like the one that's running with Aaliyah. Vanessa Bourne, uh, me and him gets the win to be interrupted instantly (laughs) by Shayna Baszler. Nice. And Shayna comes to the ring and says, and you've pushed me farther than any woman in NXT has ever been able to do. And because of that, you know, everybody else that lost to me has went to ice, but I'd like to keep you right here, nice and warm, under the dragon's wing. I'm offering you a spot with me, and then boom, there's Schiffer and Jasmine, whatever the fuck their names are. And, uh, yeah, and they're all there and ready to take Mia Yim in, but instead she uh, goes after Jessamine, whose arm is in a sling, and knocks her off the apron, and the other two beat her down, basically. And it's kind of that. And then I didn't get to watch the match between Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, but I heard they had a really good fucking match. Yeah. I don't know if it was better than Daniel Bryan and and uh, Buddy Murphy yet because I haven't seen it. But that's also a match you should check out as well, Buds. Yeah, I need to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I gotta watch that still. Yeah, you gotta figure out what's going on with your network because that is weird because I've had no problems watching NXT since the upgrade. Yeah, I watched the circle spin for like a minute and a half. And. Uh, they did something. 
I think I was also having problems because I complained about it when they first updated, and I think mm -hmm. I might have been having similar problems because since I love the new layout and shit, it's so much easier to find stuff. Yeah. And there's like like it's much more user once friendly. They put, once they put everything back that they left. Lost. Yeah, it'll be sweet. Yeah. But then you can even like, man, you can even uh, you can even skip the introduction and go right to the show now. You can skip to the next match. Like they mm -hmm. have these, like it's so cool. Like it's so dope. I'm so happy with it. But um, what's next after WWE talk? I'm on the wrong page. I don't even know. Motherfucking oh. Steve Austin. Two or five live. Oh, I don't have any clue what happened. Oh, Two or five. They live, had that so. five on five match, which apparently went all fifty minutes. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch yeah. that then. That's all I know. I don't know who won anything. I just heard it was awesome, and it went right the on. whole show. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Or yeah. Stunning Steve Austin, or the Ringmaster. Or in my case, both, the Ringmaster and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nice. He still had the Ringmaster's music. Right. Which was weird. That I'm not used weird. to it. And he's had like, a, he wasn't just a goatee, he still had like a beard, a little beard. It nice. was It was odd too, but that my match was from 96. When was yours? Uh, I don't even know what you watched. Uh, mine was 98. So I'll go first this time. Mm -hmm. I watched Stone Cold Steve Austin take on Jake the Snake Roberts in the finals for the 1996 King of the Rings. Or 97. My bad. Either way. 97. Um, cool story right off bat. Both guys are hurt coming into the match. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts' ribs are either broke and or bruised so bad that they didn't think Gorilla was even going to allow him to participate in the match. Oh, shit. And Austin, I think, had to I think earlier that night had to go get 16 stitches in his lip, and those were legit. You could see the stitches in his lip. And I actually seem to recall on a podcast him telling the story of he was getting the stitches while Jake was cutting his promo so he didn't hear it, and all P.S. Hayes, I'm sorry, Doc Hendricks had told him mm -hmm. was he mentioned John 3.16 or whatever and made a Bible reference, a Bible thump. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so... Yeah. Um, this was not a very good match, honestly. No. Jake was 41. They pointed that out. Um, he had already been known for his battle with his alcohol, his drink, mm. because they talked about that as well. In fact, Austin even called him out something about go get your bottle of Firebird and crawl back away. You're not cut out for this anymore or some shit during his promo at the end of the match. Mm. Um... But for what the match was and what it needed to be, because the match was more telling the story to get Austin over than it was supposed to be a technical five-star match. It was really fucking good because, I mean, Jake the Snake is one of the best storytellers in the ring ever. Mm -hmm. um, and we've talked about that when we talked about Jake the Snake Roberts. But the way he sold for Austin and everything, they didn't end up stopping the match. Gorilla came down and they like tried to stop the match and he wouldn't let him and he stunned him and got the one, two, three. Um, and then, of course, Austin 316 said, I just kicked your ass, was right. uttered. I was wondering if that was the King of the Ring match. Yes, it was. That's why I picked it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going back in retrospect, I haven't watched this match since it's happened. I've seen the promo mm -hmm. many a times after, but I haven't right. watched the match since I watched it. Because I watched this pay-per-view. I was at my neighbor's uncle's house, as a matter of fact, nice. who also was my neighbor. Um... But we went to his house and he paid for it and we ordered pizza and we all chipped in and ordered pizza and he bought us ice cream and tried root beer and shit because we were, it was nice. But it was good times and uh, yeah, this was like, in my opinion, the official start of the Attitude Era. 
Mm-hmm. This is the moment that kind of kicked it from new generation to to attitude. With yeah. Not you know not officially, but it was. Um, I know DX had a bigger part to do with that really, and it becoming mm-hmm. less PG. But I don't think DX would have ever even started had it not been for Austin here. Right. Um, he's number one. I mean, there's no doubt that Austin's the best that we've seen at this point, but barely over Bret Hart. I mean, just barely yeah. over Bret Hart. And at the end of the day, it's going to be because Stone Cold Steve Austin, in my opinion, is responsible for professional wrestling reaching a height of popularity it had never known before. Him and Hulk Hogan. It's nobody made wrestling more popular ever no. than those two guys. Right. They're the reason it got as popular as it did. Without Hulk Hogan and without Steve Austin, mm-hmm. it never it wouldn't be where it's at today. I don't think. Yeah. I really don't. Right. Just that's that's my match. Yeah. Tell us about your speech. Then, yeah. Ninety-seven. So what did you 97. watch? Ninety-seven. Survivor Series. Okay. Nineteen ninety-seven. You might recognize Undertaker. that pay-per-view. No, that pay-per-view is very popular. That was the uh, Montreal. Oh, Screwjob. Okay. So, the theme of this night was basically Team Canada, like, throughout the night. Right. Because they were in Montreal, obviously. You're in Montreal. You had Team Canada versus Team USA. Mm -hmm. Team Canada won. Uh, And then this was the second match with that. Owen Hart versus... Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Okay. This is after. Oh, okay. This is like the rematch. After he comes back. Owen comes out with the rest of Team Canada. Did he have the I Broke Your Neck shirt on? Yep. Yes! I love that. Owen 316 says, I just, yeah, I just just broke broke your neck. neck. That was so good. Uh, I love that shirt. So good. Yeah, this match. My mom wouldn't let me have one. Well, yeah. Makes sense. Um, So. Uh, I'm like, but mom, he really broke the guy's neck. He did. That's why it's <laughs> funny. She didn't get it. For some reason, mom didn't get that one. No. Went over her head. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Banks told sense to me. Right. Um, there wasn't much to this match. Okay. I mean, it was... A brawl? Yeah, it was quick. It was, it was like six minutes, four minutes for entrances. Okay. Another minute to kick out Team Canada. Um, Neidhart tried to attack Austin because of course before he did. the match yeah he got a stunner because of course he did and then yeah Owen God what Owen could have been mm-hmm. just again saying it, like um but no it was still a really fun match though quick Austin wins with the center oh it was for the Intercontinental title. I was gonna ask wasn't that an yeah, IC title match it was an IC title match I thought so so um, I mean, they probably, I mean, that probably we're going to do it anyway, just because, but I don't, I wonder if because of what they were, that they were taking it off of Brett, they precautiously took the title off of Owen too. Hmm. Maybe. Just thinking out loud, you know. Well, I mean... Even if not, I mean, there's still the argument they were obviously building Austin at that point, too. So even if there wasn't the whole screw job right. angle, it still would have made sense to give Austin the belt at right. that point. And but he was coming back from the broken From his neck, injury he was, where he was yeah. d- defending the title against Owen, if exactly. I remember right, when I Owen so. broke his neck. So. I th- oh, it was a, 
It was also like a kiss your ass match. It was like kiss your ass versus Intercontinental Championship or something. Because if Austin what? lost, he would have had to kiss Owen's ass, which obviously he couldn't do with a broken freaking neck. Right. Where are you ranking, Austin? I agree. Um, but, yeah, it's really close. Because Austin... Yeah. Austin and Brett could just tell. I mean, that's why they had the one of the best matches of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Because they were two of the best storytellers mm-hmm. of all time. Yes, they were. And, yeah. Yeah. But for what Austin did for wrestling... He yeah, he did to, more than anybody. That's what gives him more of the nod. Brett was the better wrestler. Right. Austin made it cool. Yeah. Him in the NWO. Right. Which is Hulk Hogan. Right. Um... Well, before we jump into news and rumors, I've got a really fun thing I want to do real quick as okay. part of Daryl's Dingy this week. Toot toot. And yeah. it's because I love it. Um, I'm going to talk about the G1 Climax 29 again. <laughs> I just got That's some fun stats said. and shit I want to throw out there. Okay. So, um, Overall block match statistics. The red corner was the better corner to be in this year, winning 55.55% of the time. The longest block winning streak was Kota Ibushi with seven straight wins. The most main events belonged to Okada with six, which is hashtag duh. The most semi-main events belonged to Jay White with six. The most pinfall attempts throughout the tournament Mm -hmm. was Will Ospreay, 51 attempts, three of which were successful. (laughs) <laughs> the most pinfalls taken mm-hmm. was uh, Ishii. Huh. 49 taken, 5 not kicked out of. Uh, Okada had the best pinfall success ratio with 7 successful out of 22 attempts. Right. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. had the worst 1 successful pinfall in 22 attempts. The longest block losing streak was Lance Archer with 6 straight losses. Uh, submission specialist of the tournament was no surprise here, Zack Sabre Jr. He put on 44 submission attempts, and two were successful. Uh, the most attempted finisher was Okada. He attempted the Rainmaker 49 times throughout the tournament and hit mm-hmm. 19 of them. The best G1 debut, obviously, John Moxley. Five wins, four losses. Uh... No surprise here, Yano spent the least amount of time uh, total in matches. Out of all nine of his matches, he only spent 44 minutes and 18 seconds in the ring. The longest match time out of all of them combined was Kota Ibushi. Three hours, 15 minutes, and 28 seconds. Uh, The shortest median or average time match... Uh, was Toriano. Yeah. His average match was 5 minutes and 4 seconds. Nice. And the longest average match was Okada at 22.04. Um, on the A block, the average match was 16.16. The B block was 13.41. So overall, the total average match was 15 minutes and 9 seconds throughout the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. And then to go back and watch just the block matches, the A block is 12 hours, 12 minutes, and 5 seconds of wrestling. The B block is 10 hours and 15 minutes and 48 seconds of wrestling. Huh. Uh, shortest block sense. match, yeah. Shortest block match was Yano versus Hiroki Goto at a minute and 42. Mm-hmm. And the longest was my personal favorite match of the blocks, not counting the final match. 
Uh, Sonata versus Okada at 29.47. Um, I'm not going to go through all the block statistics. There, there was so much shit here, but there That's was 36 so. chairs intended to be used during the match, 32 actual involvements, eight, eight tables were set up, only three broken, uh, 84.61% of the matches had a clean finish. 85.71% of the matches ended after a finisher or a signature move. So it's like 78 out of 91 ended with a finisher or a signature mm-hmm. move. Seems like it would be a higher rating than that. Especially in New Japan where the finishers mean a lot. Yeah. But they still hit 17 or so. There were a total of 633 pinfall attempts and 144 submissions throughout the tournament. Nice. 460 finishers with 113 being hit. And um, there was one other thing I, th- I wanted that uh, the C block winner. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the C block? Yeah. Did you hear about? It? Yeah, you. We talked about it on here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Suzuki, fifteen yeah. wins and eighteen matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Suzuki. That's gonna be a hell of a match for. Yeah, Guido interfered twenty five times in total. Well, yeah, because that was the Jay White story. And the Norris Suzuki won the award for most young lions attacked. Always. Oh, 52. <laughs> There's probably, in the last decade, not a, t- not a show goes by that Suzuki isn't. Naito won the Alpaca Award for most times spit at 13. And John Moxley won the Zombie Award for most times biting an opponent at 8. <laughs> Fuck. No wonder he's got MRSA. (laughs) (laughs) And then out of the factions... um, It's not a good joke. The Bullet Club Uh had the best. They went 10 for 18. 55% winning in their matches. Okay. And... LIJ had the worst... Suzuki Goon were the worst. They had Lance Archer, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they only won 10 out of 25. The thing is, Lance Archer did horrible, but he, to me, was the breakout star. He was. I agree. Like, I... He was the breakout of the I tournament. I gained a 100%. whole new respect for him. Me too. During this like, I liked him as a, as, a, as a big guy. He was cool. Yeah. But no, he's now he's a guy I'm like excited, like, oh, sweet. Dude, he got the fucking claw over. Right. We like, talked about we, that last I know week. We, we did talk about, about that last I don't week. Give a shit. Like he got the fucking claw over. Look, who does that? The Von Erics. We missed the Von Erics using the claw, and they're like one of the most famous yeah. American wrestlers oh, okay. to ever use it. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, we're taking a break because Daryl has to take a piss. Okay, cool. Rumors and news yeah. and news and rumors. Well, yeah. do, should we start with, I guess, the big news? WWE has announced yeah. that NXT is going to move to two hours two in hours. length. 
mm -hmm. it's going to be live moving forward. Mm -hmm. and it's From gonna, wholesale. And it's going to air on the USA Network. Mm -hmm. Wednesday nights, 8 mm -hmm. o'clock to 10 o'clock. Rumors are that it now makes the WWE's deal with the USA Network worth $60 million for the next two years for both Raw and NXT. I heard... Oh, uh, okay. I heard $50 million... Uh, so ten million a year for five years is what they. It was fifty million. Okay. Over five years. Nice for NXT. For NXT. For you. So. Um, apparently, all the NXT guys are getting pay bumps too since they're going right? live. So that's cool. How dope is that? Mm -hmm. Like more people get to be on TV. They don't have to go anywhere. They get to film from full sale each week. Yes, people on Raw and SmackDown right? are going to be very salty. How long do you, yeah? For sure, everyone will want to go to NXT. Right. Uh, who? Um, how long do you think that lasts, though? Before until they're touring. Not long. Yeah. Until they can make money. Right. And then. That's my thought. The almighty dollar. And get it. Yeah, logistics figured out and stuff. Because then they, this buys them time. Yeah. And the first two tapings are sold out. Yes. Because what they did was the Which whoever had anybody. no whoever had tickets to the first night of the next TV tapings got ticket first dibs on tickets yes or you got tickets or refunds for the first live show and then second night for the second live show agree um, so that's what they did but. Yeah. Also, apparently, um, the brand split, and I think we reported on this a couple weeks ago, but now yeah. it keeps coming up more and more, so yeah. it seems like it's real. It's going to be enforced once SmackDown moves over. Fuck so. Me too, and without the wild card, it yeah. takes away from it, in right. my opinion. No, it's stupid. I, I want... Just in time for it to be the one time a year that Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head -head at Survivor Series. See, what I want, though, is I don't want it to be the one time. I want right. it to happen twice. I want there to be a clash of champions. Yeah. And then I want a Survivor Series where you have a Raw team and a SmackDown team, but then you just have normal championship matches. Right. Or maybe maybe that's where you do your superstar shakeup is that Survivor Series and titles are attached to brands, fun. not the wrestler. It's not the wrestler can change right. is that you can win a title and move to the other show. If they found a way to do Survivor Series matches where that's how the drafting happened. Like, like if if the you get drafted team, in the order eliminated. Yeah, like it's five on five, and if you know if you're on the Raw team and you pin a guy on SmackDown, that guy is now on Raw. Oh, nice. If yeah, the SmackDown guy, and then whoever survive the survivors get to stay, you know. But I like um, because I I do like. What I do like about Survivor Series nowadays brand split is I do like champion versus champion. I like those kinds of matches. I like seeing the Universal Champion versus the WWE Champion and the Intercontinental Champion versus the United States Champion and the Raw Tag Champions versus SmackDown Tag Champions. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I like that. Right. Um, but... I also made note just because I was actually... I'm not... I'm legitimately surprised by this number and it's... Small, com I mean, compared to what we were used to back in the day. But nowadays, SummerSlam 
actually had 22,000 people buy it on pay-per-view. That's a lot. Right? They can't be domestic. When it's only 10 bucks on the network? They can't be domestic. It doesn't say. It, I, like that, I couldn't find be. from where it's coming from. Just yeah. 22,000 buys on okay. pay-per-view this year. In my thought, that has to be worldwide. That would make more sense. Because they're still not available in every country. Right. So. That's valid. I didn't think about that, but. Yeah. But then again, though, as many countries as it is in right now, what countries is it not in that has pay-per-view? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've never been to other countries. I've never even been to Canada. I don't fucking know. I haven't. Right. Have you been to Canada? Yeah, you have. I know you've been to Canada. I've been to Canada. Lots of times. Three times. That's lots. Okay. I've never been. I haven't been since the passport rule. Um... I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else WWE. Uh, Everything else. Uh, I only have a couple other things yeah. in their AEW. Okay. So if you got any WWE well, stuff. Well, I was going to say, I think, and it would be dope, the 10 2 mm-hmm. Matt, or show, show. Uh, for NXT. You know what the main event is? Oh, yeah. What? Matt Riddle. Versus Adam Cole, baby. Versus Goldberg. Oh, fuck yes. And he fucking beats Goldberg. Fuck yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how you fucking start a war. And then Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole and let mm-hmm. Riddle take the belt and run with it for a while. Yeah. I think we get some sort of uh, war games winner take all. I'm starting to think that. Match, which would be fucking phenomenal. The Undisputed Era versus I don't care what four guys on that roster. Right. I want to watch that. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what they can do in there. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. Agreed. They um, work well together. Yeah. Anything uh, else WWE uh, talk this week? Let's see. News and rumors? Kalisto, uh, which I think he took it down, but he has 10 months until he's a free agent. Yeah, I heard that. And Grand Metal League also. So, I see them bolting because they're better. They're better than the way they're being used. Party. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm so over. I've yeah. been over the loser house party for right. a long time now. Yeah. It sucks because all three of those guys are really fucking yeah. good. I want to see Kalisto go somewhere and do some good lucha things. So, <laughs> remember that promo? Yes. That was the best. Lucha things. When it, like, Look, congratulations, you're drafted to SmackDown. What are you going to do now? Lucha your, things! Yeah, good lucha things. <laughs> and then he just runs off. Um, I, um, I want to see... I'd like to see Lince Dorado in the, uh, the junior division over in New Japan. Who? Lince, Lince Dorado. Oh, yeah. See him over there with fucking Shingo and Osprey and all the other juniors over there. Yeah, I think he would fit in really nicely with their roster. Yeah. Um. See him next best of Super Juniors next year. Like all those guys on Lucha House Party are better than what they're doing. Yeah, all three of them are much better. I'm just in particular. I think Lince is probably my favorite of the three. Really? I I like Malik. He's probably my second favorite. Yeah. It's because Lince like. He has the doper mask. 
That's what it is. That's why I like him more than Metal League. Like, in-ring, their skills yeah. are on par. Uh, like, they're different, but they're on par with each other, in my opinion. In-ring performance-wise. Mm-hmm. But Lince has the cooler mask. That is true. Metal League's is a little bit But I think Metal League's better in the ring. That's all. I think he's more experienced in the ring. Is That's, what it is. Yeah. That's what I think it is. I think as far as skills go, they're equal. I think Metalik just knows how to use what he has a bit better than uh, Lince Dorado does right now. Anything else WWE? Uh, Rumors? News? I mean, I guess News I can Rumors? put this in. Or, yeah, yeah, I got Why not? a couple more. You're an adult. I got a couple more. Sweet. Uh, I like them. Uh, Ronda Rousey. She's filming a new 911 TV show. And if you guys want to see something pretty dope and kind of gross, go check (laughs) out Ronda Rousey's Finger. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's all you got to Google, Ronda Rousey's Finger. Yeah, that's plenty. And, yeah, she slammed it in a car door. And like the badass that she is, she finished until the director said cut. And then she went and got it taken care of. Yeah. That's, That's fucking commitment right there. And it's bad. Like, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> I've broken my fingers before. No, not like that. No. Like, one part's in one spot, and then, like, the next part's not where it's supposed to be. Right. At all. It's it's like if you, when you know that trick where you, like, stick the pencil in the glass of water? Yeah. <laughs> That's what light it's refraction like. makes right. it looks like it's in, yeah, two yeah. different places. Yep. Yeah. It was like that, only not in water. That's a good way. No, that's a good way. That's a good way to explain it. You got that. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Right. And then, um. Oh, we're we're actually talking this off air, but Braun Strowman, uh, in an interview, was talking about he was pissed off at Vince McMahon, and ran into a production. Uh, meeting, yeah, like super pissed off, and two hours before the show, and Vince had like a forty-five minute heart-to-heart. Why it's like the long picture, and I want you for ten years. It's not about this, you know. It's not about today, right? Yeah, I saw it's that. It's about the future, and so that's dope. That's what Vince sees in Braun, and that's good because I do think Braun's a WWE champion. Someday. Eventually, I agree, hundred percent. Especially if he doesn't get hurt. That's going right. to be his downfall, his injury, being yep. such a big guy. I did have something else. I missed one. Okay. Uh, Bethy. Oh, yeah. Bethy. Yeah. It's going to be official. Seth and Becky. Right. Becky and Seth. Becky. Seth. Secky and Beth. Secky. Secky and Beth. Bethy. Secky. Wrench. Secky Wrench. Secky Wrench. Secky Wrench. That sounds very racist. Secky Lollins. Secky Lollins. Secky Lollins, they're getting married! Yeah, they got engaged in fucking baller fashion. Yeah. No shirt. Yeah. Fucking Seth Rollins. And then, in other news, EC3 had three matches on Bumble. Yeah, he did. What? What? You heard it right. Three. Three. Here's the best part about that news, buds. Uh-huh. I don't even know what the fuck Bumble is. Oh, I use Bumble. I assume it's a dating thing. It's, it's or a the girl has to like when you match, the girl has to initiate the conversation. Oh, okay, sure. Right. I use that. Fair enough. It yeah. 
Because sometimes guys are jerks. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. So that's why. But wouldn't it? Anyway. I feel like just by using it, it increases your chances of communication because... Of, like, real. Right. Yeah. Um, And then I had one more. Okay. So, in a weird Vince reversal, somebody got their name back. Yes. Rowan is now Eric Rowan again. Yes, he is. It's one step closer. All I want, all I want. Andrade Cien Almas. I already knew who you were going to say, dude. It's such a good fucking name. Andrade Cien. And you don't have to say the entire thing every time. Yes, you do. No, you don't. (laughs) Like, Michael, no, because we'll get so sick of hearing Michael Cole say it. That's true. Because yeah, Michael Cole has to say everything you, 450 see, I like, times. Here's the thing. I like having, you have two or three names, and then you can call them both. Or all, you know, mm-hmm. all mixtures of them. You know, call them Andrade, call them Almas, call them CN, call them Money. Also got... Um, 100, yeah. Uh, a, a good talking point here, and I agree, and this is kind of neat, so we'll hit this up. Okay. This will finish my WWE stuff. Um, and then I got one. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. This is from user det8924 on the Reddit. Okay. Bray Wyatt found a way to have a silent monster character and give creepy promos as his own manager. Yeah, I actually. Saw How that genius too. is that? And it's true. It is. He's his own fucking manager now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the Funhouse Bray, he's one. He's the manager that you know can cut all the promos the and all that, and then the fiend comes out and just decimates. It's so fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, that's the last WWE thing I had. Right. I'm glad um, I scrolled a little bit farther through the AEW stuff. Yeah, and I had one more. Okay. That uh, Kathy Kelly, she better oh, yeah. shut off her DMs because she says, I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but I am very single. Very. Very single. I'm putting confirmation on that. But, dude, just reading through those fucking comments, they are uh, pretty foul. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I get it, but I wouldn't go there. I'm, I'm, I mean, me either, but I only have one, so. Right. I made it's that commitment good. already. Yeah. I already made that commitment. Alexa Bliss, yes. Kathy Kelly, no. Um, yeah. Because who wouldn't want to be where Buddy Murphy's been? Do be Eskimo Brothers with Buddy Murphy? That'd be dope as shit. Right? Absolutely. I don't give a fuck. Me neither. Anyway. Uh, I guess for AEW, we'll start with the big news that just came out today. Moxley confirms he's out of All Out. Yeah. He's got the Mercer. Mercer and the elbow. So, Um, I mean, at least it's not, you know, a permanent injury, but it could be a while before he's back, so... So we'll see. It's hard to fight. And I guess in the best of news possible, his replacement for the match against Kenny Omega is going to be Pac, motherfuckers. Motherfucking Pac. Motherfucking Pac and shit. How about that? How about it? No, that's going to be cool. I I can see those guys tearing down the fucking house. Mm -hmm. So I'm all cool with that. Yeah, good luck to Jericho and Paige. It's going to be hard. If this goes... Back to back. Well, just, here's the other two thing: is not matches. only are they competing against that, yeah. they got that fucking triple or triple threat mm-hmm. um, ladder tag match too. 
Yeah. For the AAA tag belts between the Lucha Brothers and the right. Young Bucks. Right. That's going to be fucking dope. In the triple threat. In the triple threat, too. With Allen and Havoc and uh, Janela. Janela. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, or I know, right? He's got like chills. I know. Just thinking Dustin Rhodes, or Gold Dust for you WWE fans out there, uh, has expressed an interest in running a wrestling school for AEW uh, as a place to mm-hmm. for. Huh? Who? I spaced out. Dustin I, Rhodes I or Gold Dust for you yeah. WWE Gold fans. Dust. Yes, I saw that. Gold Dust, yeah. Wants yeah. to start a wrestling school, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, he wants to start the AEW's NXT. Yeah. Which is fun. Right. That's smart. Yeah. Developing your own talent. So Vince puts NXT up to AEW to make it still feel developmental. So AEW. Starts a developmental and starts a developmental to say fuck you. Yeah. This is not. This is main. This is whatever. Major leagues, bitches. Major league bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, and this is technically Mm -hmm. not. We talked about it. Uh, New Japan, Mm -hmm. Amazing Red, apparently had a killer fucking match with Will Ospreay. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that here or not. That was there. the I beginning remember. of the podcast. I couldn't remember. It's because we took a pee break. Yeah. Um, so then my Some last my last news then for the week. Ring of Honor turns 18 years old next year. It's hard to believe. It's been around for almost 18 years already. Because it basically started... Pretty much as soon as WCW yeah. went out of business. Someone was like, there's a spot, let's jump into it. And then it went up, 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 and then down, down, down. Right. And now it's shit. So, well, take us home on the news and rumors, um, BJ. I have... What you got? Uh, AEW also announced the next two dates. Pittsburgh and Charlotte. Charleston, sorry. Charleston, West Virginia. They were okay. on sale today. Okay. They did not sell out. So... Which I expected. They'll probably sell out by the Eventually, end. yeah. Um, they haven't sold out yet, is right. that anymore? But the, uh, apparently the secondary market for the first couple shows, or not, yeah, the first couple shows, no, three and four, Philly and whatever. Because mm-hmm. the hype was big for the first ones. Right. They, they're legit sellouts. Like, there's not much secondary. Three and four, um, is sold out but it's sold secondary. out but there's a lot of secondary market like tickets are gotcha. some tickets are going undervalued okay and then this one good fuck they, the scalpers the scalpers backed off good so. fuck them right it's just as Assholes. long as it doesn't yeah it's good that they're losing money so hopefully it'll detract them and real fans can get the tickets I listened um, to an episode of Planet Money. I listened to it twice now, actually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they redo them about uh, how Kid Rock Battle tried to battle scalpers and mm-hmm. things he tries to do by keeping ticket prices low. Yeah. Well, and you, you can only people, get the front tickets of his concert through a lottery. You have to be an actual fan uh, and sign up through a website as a fan. Okay. And then win by lottery See, to get up front and have a chance to get I those feel, tickets, and then they're twenty bucks a piece. Yeah. I feel that if I sign up for something like that, I'd be on some government list also. 
You're already on some government because, list. You have a social security number. Yeah, but like a bad government list for being a Kid Rock fan. Cause oh, well, I mean, I'm not... I don't have intentions like, of buying front row tickets yeah. to be... Like, that checks one of the boxes for something. Although I saw Kid Rock live in concert. I did, too. And it was a a very enjoyable show. It was a, yeah. Music's not my thing, but man, it was a good show. He knows how Um, to entertain a crowd. Yeah. When... Josie was the best part. I saw him, too. Yeah. Actually, the power going out was the best part. Ah, nice. It was on January 1st, 2000. Oh, that's dope. And the power went out. And the first song is Ball with the Ball. And right. He's like, My name is Kiru. Everything just, it's like, What the fuck? And then the emergency lights pop on, and then slowly things come back up. A few people started to panic. That's and the cool. mic came on. They're like, Calm, it's all right. The power will be back on in a few minutes. Just hang tight, guys. That's hilarious. And then Kid Rock came out at one point, like, Hey, guys, just stay cool. Everything's coming back up. It just takes a while for everything to power back on. Right. It was good times. Nice. Has nothing to do with wrestling. I saw him because I was told there were strippers. Oh. And then they didn't strip, and I was pissed. I was going to say, there were strippers, they didn't strip, though. Because I was like, they were just 14 or 15. They were more so women in bikinis dancing. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was 17. Right. I was like 15, and. I was 17. I didn't go for the strippers. Right. I went for Metallica. Oh, nice. Metallica was the headliner. I went, and he was the headliner, so. Metallica was the headliner. Kid Rock just played with. That's sad. It was uh, anyway. Papa Roach opened, and then Kid Rock and. Nice. It was after that summer sanitarium tour where like Metallica and Corn mm. and Kid Rock and Orgy and a bunch of bands all uh, went out, and right. when they split into two separate tours, I saw Corn on their leg of that mm. after tour, and then I saw Metallica on their leg, except in the opposite order. Metallica right. was first, but yeah. Nice. But anyways, uh, we're supposed to be talking news singers. <clears throat> right. Whatever. Yeah. Buds are used to it. They love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I don't know. So, Shibata. Mm-hmm. Apparently. It's one of my favorite kinds of bread. Right. He hasn't been cleared. Oh. But he wants to try to get cleared. Okay. So, because honestly, after everything that happened, who doesn't want to see Kenna? Kenta versus Shibata. I do. I want to see it. Right? I want to see that. Right? I would like to see it, please. Let me see it. I want to see it. I'm going to see it. I want to see so, it. So, I mean, you just got to watch his head and play it safe. Be safe. No we'll head stuff. Right. No head stuff. No head No butt stuff. No butt stuff either. Um, I didn't see so, it. I got to go back to AEW. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Golden Boy, mm-hmm. Alex Mendez. Um, he was the guy who commentated at Firefest that like really impressed everybody. Yes. He has signed on with AEW. Nice. I would really like to see him, JR, and Excalibur. Agreed. And then keep um Marvez. Marvez for the backstage yes. stuff. Because he's really good. I like mm-hmm. him in that role. Especially on the yeah. road to AEW stuff he's done. I like right. him in that role. Yeah, he's that, good like, at that. Yeah, that by the numbers thing. Sportscaster kind of guy, that. right. Like a more legitimate sportscaster than a play-by-play or a color guy. He, right. He's better suited for that. That's what his, yeah. his talents are like. He's good at the studio, Jim. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm stoked about that. Yeah, I'm that. hoping that works out that way because they were mm-hmm. good at Fighter Fest. I enjoyed the commentary. Right. I like Excalibur 
is is going to be the star of that team commentary wise. Oh, yeah. But what I like about him the most mm-hmm. is he keeps Jr. where Jr. needs to be. I feel mm-hmm. like he he keeps Jr. up to speed and keeps Jr. going where right. Jr. might slip off here and there. And Excalibur figured that out after their first show together. It picked up on it, mm-hmm. and now we'll feed to Jr. and help right. Jr. through, which is awesome because when Jr.'s on, he's still so fucking good, dude. When Moxley came mm-hmm. out at Double or Nothing, surprise. Like, that proved right there that JR still fucking has it when it comes to right. calling wrestling. Oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's what made it so exciting back in the fucking mm-hmm. 90s was, my God, he's dead! And all and that shit, me, man. And to it was, me, Moro has that, too. Yes. Like, Moro... It's because they're not being fed what to say, and they don't have right. to yell Big Dog 450 million fucking times a show. Yeah. Or, it's balls time every fucking time. God, I hope that stays... Him yelling it's balls time? No, him not having someone in his ear the whole time. Because Cole's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's really fucking good. He might be one of the best ever, which just nobody would ever fucking know it because he's not getting the opportunity to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the May Young Classic. He was amazing. That. Proved it. I mean, Speaking proved of commentators, mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix is coming along quite nicely on too. NXT. Yeah. I noticed that this week in particular, her contributions are much, mm-hmm. much better than it was. I like her better than Renee. I, I do too. I still feel like Renee's better suited in that backstage role too. She is. But I hope she hosts the, which I think she's going to the FS1 show. I she would make the most sense uh-huh. out of everybody right now. Bring back for the talking. Unless maybe smack Coachman ass. is the only other person I could see. I could see Coach. I. Yeah, I think he'll be there. Me Maybe too. those two co-hosts. Co-hosts, yeah. Like her and Daniel Bryan did. I was going to just say, I'd actually like to see her and Daniel Bryan co-host something again. That would be amazing. Because Talking Smack was sweet. Yeah, I today was Smack. the three-year anniversary oh. of the Miz promo on oh. Daniel Bryan. That was so fucking good. Yeah. They still haven't given us the payoff for that either. Not properly. They tried. They blew it. They blew it, yeah. That probably was the payoff, though. Yeah. Stupid. Um... What else? We're gonna be here all night if we don't stop getting off. Yeah. Uh, So AEW kind of has a schedule for the first four weeks. Mm -hmm. So was it the women's championship the first week? I didn't see it. Yeah, the women's championship the first week. Um, They're gonna do the tag team champions will be crowned on the ten thirty show in Charleston. Nice. The tournament's gonna take place during the first four weeks of the show or whatever. I'm just... Um, I know I've said we shouldn't get off topic, but I'm just going to throw this out there really, 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 really quick. I have family mm-hmm. in Charleston, West Virginia. I thought about going to the Charleston show. It's Wednesday. It's no, Wednesday. I can't. I can't. I can't be I know. at work. Yeah, fuck. That's what okay. I keep telling myself. Never I mind. Can't. I can't. That, yeah. I can't be that... I can't come home on Thursday and go to work. Never no. mind. Okay, next. Um... AJ Lee will be helming a new comic based on Glow. Okay. Uh, I might check this out. Now, is it based on Glow, the current TV show on Netflix, Glow, or Glow, the original wrestling program, Glow, from the 80s? It doesn't. Okay. I was just curious. I'm hoping it's the latter. Um... Uh, and it's gonna be 
there's a lady named an artist who's going to be drawing called Hannah Templer. Okay. And it's called Glow versus Babyface, hmm. I guess. So, babyface, babyface. Break me off some babyface. Yeah. And it's supposed to come out this fall. So I'm coming to you. Coming to you live this fall. Live. It's live. The artwork looks pretty cool. Okay. Um. So I might check it out. See now the artwork makes it look like it's. I think it might be based on the TV. It looks more based on the TV show. From kind of the way I'm skimming this article. I'm still cool with that though. It's yeah. It's more of. A storyline. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Especially that AJ's writing it. Right. Because that's dope. Yeah, agree. Which means her and Punk have gotten into shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, What else you got for us? And there's going to be a new wrestling show on Stars, I think. Yeah, Stars. Called Heels. Yeah. And it's going to be starring Stephen Amell. I found How out of fucking perfect is that. It's though? it is perfect. He's the right guy for it, mm-hmm. obviously. And I think they knew that, which is why they cast him for it. I yeah. imagine he was that, which makes it even more exciting knowing that they wrote this role specifically for him in the first place. Right. I found out about it because I uh, was on Twitter looking for something on Twitter mm-hmm. and saw that he had tagged Cody saying, "Hey, you want to come be in a TV show again?" And I'm like, "What?" What's he doing now? And I clicked on it, and I'm like, heels? Like, wrestling kind of heels? It can't be. And then I looked into it, and it was. And Mm. I'm like, oh, snap. That's going to be so good. It's it's piqued my interest, faux show. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, Well, now I guess we can move on to predicting New Japan Pro Wrestling slash Rev Pro. Yeah. We've got three sets of predictions to do, so I say we start with that. Then we'll move on to TakeOver, and we'll finish them with All Out. There it is. We'll do... Right. Do them in that order, I guess. Okay. Which one, New Japan? Yeah, I'll start with New Japan. Because honestly, it's... I'm least excited for this of the three. Not that I'm not excited for it. I'm just least excited for this one. Right. Because I really want to see what TakeOver does for their second TakeOver. Me too. So... The first one was like... And obviously, All Out's more exciting than any wrestling show that's happened in 2019 so far. Yeah. Because we're going to be there. Because we're going to be there. And we got dope seats. Yeah. Um, so anyways. Taguchi and Shooter and Ren Narita versus Rocky Ramiro, Show and Yo. I'm going to take the team of Shooter and Ren. Right. Me too. Why I'm, not? I'm a fan of take both. the Young Lions. I'm beat those guys. Yeah, I'm done with it. Me too. Uh, Abushi and Juice Robinson... Versus Yujiro Takahashi and Kikula Hi Coolio. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. But anyway, I'm taking a Bushi and Juice. Same. Yeah. Alright. I screwed this up last time. Will Osprey and Robbie Eagle. There you go. Versus Ishimori and El Phantasmo. Which this is gonna be fucking. This is gonna be I'm gonna take Ishimori and El Phantasmo. Like this could be a match of the night. Um, mm. I don't care. No, I got Osprey <laughs> and Warabi Eagles. Okay. Uh, Naito and Sonata versus Jay White and Chase Owens. White and Owens. Yeah, for sure. 
It's going to be a good match, too, though, or it should mm-hmm. be. Uh, G.O.D. versus whoever wins this Royal Quest tournament for Red Pro. Right. That one's hard to pick because for I don't know who it's going to be, but because it's for the titles, I'm going to say G.O.D. Yeah, definitely. The gorillas are going to retain, right. for sure. Uh, never Openweight Championship, Ishii mm-hmm. versus Kenta. That one's tough. Um... I think I'm going to take Kenta. I think Kenta's going to win it, too. If he's sticking around for a little bit, why not? Agreed. Even though I want Ishii, I want Ishii to win. I want Ishii to be, fucking beat Okada. But I was going to say, I want. I would like to see Ishii hold the heavyweight title again. No, I'd like I'd like him to have the IC again. I, I want him to have all three. The Neverweight, the Intercontinental, yeah. the United States, and the heavyweight. Fuck, get in the junior weight, too. I don't give a shit. In the tag team with someone. Yeah. Whoever. Uh, yeah, Toriano. Oh, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't it? Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, who do you got? Kenta. I'm okay. taking Kenta as well, yeah. Okay. Uh, if he's sticking around for a while, it makes sense to give him the belt for a little while. Especially with him joining Bullet Club and all right. that right now. He's hot, so. British Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So yeah, the Rep Pro Championship. I think uh, I think Zack's going to defend and retain. I do too. Yeah, I'm going to take Sabre Jr. And IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Okada versus Minoru Suzuki. This match is going to be badass, it but is. Okada's going to win. Yeah, he has to. I would love for Suzuki to win, though. Oh, I would love for Suzuki to pull off a win. Yeah. Him versus Ibushi at... uh, Wrestle Kingdom? Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. But no, Okada and him is the the match. Um, That rematch. All right, so I guess on to UK. Yeah. Takeover. Uh, NXT UK Takeover. I'm excited for this. Right. As, again, their second only Takeover. So what do we got for this card, BJ? Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. Yeah, that's going to be really good. I'm going to take mm-hmm. Travis Banks in this one. Uh, I, I am too. Okay. Uh, Joe Coffey versus Bomber Dave Mastiff. Yeah, we talked about this over text messages um, already. This is going to be sweet. Gonna be so good. I'm going to take Coffey. I think uh, the rest of the rest of the other two guys being there is going to be enough to right. throw Mastiff off and yeah. distraction or some kind of interference or something. Right. I, uh, fucking hoss fight. Um, yeah. For sure. Stoked. Yeah, they're just gonna yeah. get shit out of each other, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. And those guys are like, they both can move for their size. Oh, yeah. Like, it's awesome. I've been, yeah. Especially Mastiff. He's a big motherfucker. He's round. Yeah. He's very round. Very round. Um, but yeah, I'm taking coffee too. Mm-hmm. So, Gallus versus Grizzled Young Vets versus Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. For the NXT UK Tag Team Championship, I think the Grizzled Young Vets are going to retain the tag titles. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm. <sighs> yeah, she needs. I feel like they haven't done enough with her with the championship. Um, it's gonna be a but, Jenny or someone like that that's gonna take it. Yeah. Viper maybe. Yeah, that's who needs to take it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Tony. 
And then Walter versus Tyler Bate. I think Walter's going to retain. Duh. As much as I don't like to say it, I don't think any titles are changing hands. Yeah. And then, then... The show of shows... All... Out. Yep. I forgot to pull this one up. We were all in. We are all out. It's going to be awesome. We're going to StarCast. I'm going to utilize the record function on my phone again, buds. And we're going to do some on-the-spot live recordings. uh, Like each night or whatever. Maybe in breaks or in the car on the way to dinners and things like that. And I'm just going to just talk about whatever and we'll record it and then I'll paste them all together for like there a special uh, bonusode, little bonusode nice. maybe when we maybe get back so that's the that's the official announcement it might be a full episode for all I fucking know right but yeah, I just figured since you know next week nice. we're not going to have our normal episode come out because uh, right. we're going to be at All Out and Starcast we're leaving Wednesday morning um, Thursday Thursday morning I mean sorry <laughs> it's like I hope not well I'm all I took Wednesday off that's uh, why I'm thinking okay. Wednesday I took a day off to get ready because I'm not ready at all. Uh, oh me! Either. I haven't had time. Like I mean, my like I need to change oil in my car for one. Yeah. Bad. So. Fair enough. I need okay. to do that regardless if we take my car or not. Right. But anyways, yeah. um, I think that should have gave you enough time to pull the card up. Hopefully. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. About. Uh, private party versus Angelico and Jack Evans on the pre-show. I think private party are going to win this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Women's Casino Battle Royal. This is a little tougher. It is. So far confirmed, it's Britt Baker, Bebe, Jazz, Sadie Gibbs, Teal Piper, Big Swole, Ariel Monroe, Brandy Rhodes, Nyla Rose, Ali, Yuka, Sakazaki, and Ivy Lease. I think out of who's announced, I'd probably pick Britt Baker, baby. Yeah. But I think it's someone not unannounced at this point. I do too. That's that's I just my don't pick. Know who. Me either, but that's my pick. Awesome okay. Kong. Well, if that's the thing that not Awesome Kong. I'm joking. I hope it's not Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong, then. I hope it's not Awesome Kong either. I'd prefer man. it to be Awesome Kong over Awesome yeah. Kong personally, but. That's I want it to be Rio. Me. Rio would be awesome. But I'm hoping, yeah. Um, okay, well, if that's what you're calling, that's what I'm calling, too. Yeah, I'm taking someone unannounced at this right. point. Yep. Right. Uh, Riho versus Hikaru Shida. I think Rio's winning. Yeah, me too. Because I like Rio. I love I love Riho. I can't believe we're going to get to see her live. I know, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to cheer for The triple threat. Oh, it's going to be so good. Janela versus Havoc versus Darby Owen. Uh, I'm going Darby. I'm going Darby too, young. Because he's gotten his ass kicked so much so far. I think he needs it more. Right. Um, for the bye in the tag championship, best friends versus Dark Order. I'm taking best friends, and I really hope they do win too. Oh, uh, I'm taking Dark Order. All right. Um, here's the thing. If Dark Order wins and gets the bye, that means we get to see more best friends on our television. I know. Just saying. I know. <laughs> Once they win the championships, um, Cody versus Sean Spears. I think Sean Spears is going to win. I think Sean wins this too. 
He's got Tully there. Which, but, but we don't know who's going to be in Cody's corner yet. Could be DDP. Could be Pharaoh. Could be Magnum TA. Could be Magnum TA. Someone made a horrible Magnum TA joke the other day to Tessa Blanchard. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, just to make the jokes one thing, but to make it two Tessa Blanchard's kind of yeah. not cool. Yeah. She bought a new car or something, and someone's like, don't run it in the wall like your oh, stepdad. Oh, that's too soon. Right? And she's just like, you were a literal piece of shit. She's right. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking people, man. Uh, Cody Spears will be a fun match. Yeah. I'm excited. To me, it's the to me it's the, like the best build. Yeah, it's the story match of the card. Right. And Cody's all about that with his stuff, so mm-hmm. I love it. Me too. Because that that was the thing. Like, this is all of his matches. The NWA Championship that we were at, uh, his with his. Brother, it's the story, right? Like this thing right now. It's it's all the, the match. It wasn't the most technical. It wasn't you know the best performed. But the story it told invoked was your the emotions and more than any other, yeah. Yeah. Except for maybe the penis druids. Penis druids are dope. Right? I hope we get more penis druids. They should maybe. be full. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Triple A Tag Team Championship Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks in a ladder match. I'm taking the Lucha Bros to finally. Yeah, we're going to be like. Right at tag, at right at belt when it hiked. Yeah. Oh my god. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Lucha Bros. I myself. am too. The Lucha Bros are not losing this outside of AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, the newest match on the card Omega versus Pac. Omega? I'm taking Pac. Actually, I'm going to take Pac too. Yeah, I'm taking Pac. I was taking Omega when it was Moxley, wins. but I think, yeah, I think Pac's going to get it as yeah, well. The yep. surprise always I agree. Wins. I'm 100% on board. Pac. Um, the Piz- Pizoc. And. For the first AEW champion of the world, heavyweight champion of the world, of the world. The lighted jacket one, Chris Jericho, the hangman, the cowboy, does cowboy shit. Adam Page. Adam Page. (laughs) Uh, Who you got? Page. I know that's really tough though because. Because my thought is that puts so much pressure on Paige, it and it makes so much, so much more sense to put it on Jericho. It does, because... But I feel like the, everything's been knows. building to Adam Page winning this I fucking know. belt. God I know. damn it. It has, but it makes so much sense. I know Jericho, Jericho is the one that makes sense, but I'm but taking Paige. I already promos, wrote it in ink. Even the promos say, like, everyone... He's even calling it out. He's like, everyone's saying makes more sense they're going on TNT because it makes more sense they're going on TNT but does he defy the odds I don't know I think uh, I'm going with it I'm going to say yes they're going to give us the feel good to send us home that's how they're going to kick off the TV shows with the feel good because AEW is a little bit all they need more is, in touch with their fan base right. and knows that we all know who Adam Page is. Right. So the main people they're already catering to, right. not the casual fan, if but you, you and me. If you open up AEW's premiere broadcast with a video package, making it heartwarming and having it that... He, it's going to be the whole story from the time he was dead yeah. all the way up to right. now. Right, exactly. 
That's and the story they can tell is from right. him killing Joey Ryan and coming back from the, right. being dead by the penis yeah. druids or whatever the, the fuck right. they fucked him. All the way to him. to winning the title. Yes. And then you, because if they're they have a clean slate coming on here, and if he who you make special will be special, if you make it feel like he's special. If you make him feel like the most important person in your company, he's going to be the most important person in your company. Exactly. Because these are all new faces. I mean, you know, us, we already know. Exactly. So you can put it on us and and we're all behind him because we like him. And then the new faces, if you make him seem important, they'll do it. And then you also have Jericho there to bitch and complain about whatever. Because which is what he does best. Exactly. Which is why it makes as much sense to have right. Jericho chase for a rematch to start off the TV shows, maybe right. even the build to the next pay-per-view. Exactly. And then, yeah, have your and rematch then, and have him beat him again. And then and he's then made. On. Right, exactly. Because people that don't watch wrestling have heard of Chris Jericho because exactly. he's one of the five best wrestlers who have ever lived. Right. Probably. Yeah. Ever. And... I mean, a lot more people listen to Fozzie than we think. Yeah, they're, so, I mean, no, I know how many do. They're very popular. Right. I don't get it. I mean, I, I do. Either. I do get it. It's because, yeah. I've I listened it to it. I get it. It's not my thing, but I right, get why people like it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. It's, it's, it's his voice isn't my, it's just not my style. I'm not, it's too overproduced know. and too right. clean and I, I don't know. know. I like I think it's just because that's not what I'm used to hearing that voice do. That too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, fuck. I still don't know. That's uh, all we're waiting on, man. I'm going to go on page. All right. Page, and we'll get to number whatever. 21. 21. Terry Funk. I went first last time, yeah. so you get to go first now, BJ. Who did you watch Terry I Funk wrestles? Terry Funk versus Mick Foley. From a Raw in 1998. Okay. With... Um, was he Chainsaw Charlie or was he Terry Funk? He was Terry Funk. Okay. And Stone Cold was on commentary. Oh, nice. And the stipulation was basically Mick thinks he deserves a championship match against Stone Cold... And Vince is putting him through those hurdles and stuff. He's like, you got to show me and have be in a false count anywhere, no DQ match against Terry Funk, and show me that you got what it takes. What it takes. I like it. And I like it. These two beat the fuck out of, of each other they did. for twenty goddamn minutes. I'm pretty sure they did that for fun on the weekends back in the I, mid and yeah. late nineties. They just used to sit on the couch and. Probably staple gun each other just for fun. Right, I could see that. Like, haha. Um, it was really <laughs> fun though. Like, I mean, either, like, one of two things. Either Terry Funk is one of the best sellers of all time, or Terry Funk is one badass motherfucker that really took most of this shit. And I can I'm answer gonna go with that. Oh yeah, you answered. I'm not answering now. I'll answer when we get to my match. Oh okay. Um, the answer is C. 
in both. You were correct. Uh, sir. The he's an amazing seller, oh. but he was taking so much shit. Yeah. I don't know how it wasn't selling. You he know, was. He you was. Know what I mean, he's one of the few guys I've seen take things that Mick Foley wouldn't take. Right. And Mick Foley would take. I mean, he got thrown off a fucking hell in a cell. Yeah. He lost part of his ear. He. Well, he didn't mean to do that, though. No, I know, but still. Just like I was going to say he went through the hell in the cell, but he didn't mean to do that either. Yeah. He mean he meant to go off the top of it. Right. Um, so where yeah. are you going to rank Terry oh Funk on the list? Because I imagine this is going to be difficult for you because it's very difficult it for me. It is very difficult because, like, all three of them are so different, yet <sighs> that's the hard part. Like Stone Cold, Terry Funk, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, Terry Funk, Stone Cold. You almost want to have like a three-way tie for one, which I might end up doing ties at the end of this. Because I'm already, because I already can't like, I've been thinking about this since we started. How do I pick between Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels for one? Right. I can't do it. Right. They're one A and one B because they're both one. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. This is so hard. It is. Like, because, yeah, Terry Funk's that hardcore, badass, blah, blah, blah. Steve Austin, Austin's just Austin. your brawler, but he can get technical. Bret Hart's just your perfect technical. And they all three can tell an amazing story. And Bret Hart's probably the best technical wrestler ever. Right. Like. It's so great. And it's just all different, and it's so difficult. Plus, if you think about it, um, I mean. Especially Terry Funk and the other two guys are completely yeah. different eras. And here's the thing, yeah. And I'm I'm watching a Terry Funk match in 1998. I didn't even watch him in his prime. I watched him in his prime. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen a lot of his prime matches and they're even better. Like, I mean, he was like 50-some years old in this match. It's right. crazy. He's retired, I don't know, 38 times or something. More than probably any professional wrestler ever. Like... Probably. Yeah. Well, I... It's difficult. I watched Terry Funk challenge Harley Race for the NWA nice. Heavyweight Championship. Nice. I didn't know until about 20 minutes into the match that this was a two out of three falls match. Was Everything... Was that the first fall? Huh? Was that the first fall? The first fall was 28 minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you realized, like, at the end of the first fall. No, they mentioned it when the timekeeper called out the 20-minute time in the arena. Oh, okay. And then the whoever the fuck the announcers were. This took place in Houston Wrestling, mm-hmm. which was Paul Bosch's territory, which I don't know a whole lot about. I know that's where Bruce Pritchard came from originally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first fall, 28 minutes. Harley Race took it. Uh, everything in this match looked real because everything in this match was real. Yeah. They, the first 28 minutes of this match was a lot of grab a hold, but they, I mean, it, it looked real. Like, I've said many times on this podcast watching old matches from 70s and early 80s, I don't know how anybody thought this shit was real. It's because I was watching WWE matches from the 70s and 80s and not NWA matches. That shit looked fucking real. Because most of it was. But, like, when they, they, like, they were doing full Nelsons and shit, mm-hmm. like, in addition to the arm bar, like, a real at college wrestler would do. Like, it was just really fucking cool to see. Um, 
there's it's one of my favorite Terry Funk matches ever. Just the way both him and Harley Race sell for each other and work each other, and I mean, it helps having two of the greatest wrestlers ever to live yeah. wrestling each other at the same time, both in their prime. Um, right. I. Don't think I really appreciated Terry Funk as much as I should for his mm -hmm. in-ring work because what he did with the WWE in the 90s sticks out so much to me. Right. And that's where I want to get into the second match I watched before I finished the first match. Okay. And I didn't watch it. I didn't it wasn't so much the full match, but it was uh Chainsaw Charlie and Mankind taking on nice. yeah. the New Age Outlaws in a dumpster, dumpster match. match. Fuck yeah. Match. And I watched it for them getting shoved off the mm -hmm. stage in the dumpster. Right. I've watched that Holy match so fuck. Times. I know it's there was so padding and shit in there, but that shit had to fucking hurt me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That was so great. And it made the New Age Outlaws. It fucking made... That oh, was the did. day they were made. Right. That's when they, they became my favorite tag team that day. Mm -hmm. Active, no, active watching, tag team. No, I remember watching that one live. Oh, and my then, God. That was dope. Yeah. I've watched it so many times because it's... Uh, so the second fall happened about five minutes later. Terry Funk delivered probably the most brutal, not realistic pile driver I've ever seen. Like, not mm -hmm. real pile driver. Like, the most brutal that didn't actually hurt somebody I've ever seen. Like, he legit yeah. looked like he fucking spiked Harley. Like, he made some of New Japan's nice. DDTs and pile drivers look like sane and normal everyday things that you and I would consider doing to each other. Right. Like, it was ridiculously brutal looking in the 70s, dude. Um, and then there was a really cool false finish uh, where Funk thought he got the third fall right after the second fall, and Race mm -hmm. just got his foot on the rope, and like the ref's hand even hit three, but then he was like, no, no, it was only two, and he yes. had to get Funk's attention for a second. It didn't cause a distraction or anything either, which was dope, and the match right. just continued. Um, then the match did get to one spot I didn't understand because everything in this match was so fucking real and they did nothing to pull away from the blade job. So, Race is on his back and Funk is over him, like, punching him. Like, he's on top of him, punching him like an mm. MMA fighter would jump on a guy and punch him to knock him the fuck out when they go down. Right. And so he's kind of doing one of those... But Harley grabs his fist and is like punching at his eyebrow and while he's doing it, Funk is very obviously blading the other eye and then he's just a bloody fucking mess. They end up stopping the match and awarding the third fall to race because of how bad Terry Funk's bleeding all over the place. Which was actually a neat touch because how right. often do you see matches get stopped because someone's bleeding? It doesn't happen very, no. very often. So it was a neat finish. Um... I, you might, I know, I've thought about this really, and putting Terry Funk in a tie with Stone Cold Steve Austin mm -hmm. and Bret Hart, in my opinion, moves Jericho into that conversation. Yeah. And it's so fucking, if, if Jericho has another five-star match against Paige at All Out, right. He's tied. That's all there is to it. He's. I'm putting him up there with these three guys if he has. Yeah. Well, next week we're supposed to sort this shit out. Yeah. So, well, we get two weeks, so we get to see all out. And First, and then we'll sort it all out. Right. Because that'll be next. 
Yeah, because Jericho's still going. And then top 20. Right. I mean, who knows? Maybe AJ Styles could pull something out that skyrockets him. I don't know what. I'm just making it. Or Bob back on. Maybe Edge. I mean, honestly, the only other guy that still could, that like the next guy to come in to talk is John Cena. Right. And I don't think he's no, there. No. no. He's not on the, these. I, I thought, he's yeah. just he's very next level below these four guys. Right. He's like he's there with Rick Rude and Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, AJ. Honestly, Edge, instead of like Steamboat backward. He if Jake if Stein. he would have continued what he was doing before he left for Hollywood and stuff, I think he'd be there. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had the potential but to be But since there. he's kind of walked away the past couple of years, yeah, I don't think so. I don't blame him for walking away at the No, same I time. don't either. I'm not saying that. I just want to make sure the Buds, because like, I know you know and whatnot, right. but yeah, I want to make sure the Buds and understand. honestly, with him going to Hollywood, that does more for wrestling than right. being there at this point. So Exactly. I mean, heck, I had someone that barely watches, knows anything about wrestling today, Bring up uh, Calvin and Hobbs or whatever it's called. Yeah. The Fast and the, the new Fast and Furious What's one. What's it called? Stubbs and Hobbs Stubbs or something. And, I don't know. Shaw. Shaw and Hobbs Shaw, or something. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know. Whatever. I don't watch. The those. Rock and Roman but, Reigns. Yeah. He's That's like, what oh. I call and it. He's like, I saw that Roman Reigns is in it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it, but yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched. I've watched the first Fast and Furious, I Fast and I watched yeah. Tokyo Drift. Okay. I watched the first one and I said, I don't need any more of these. I was like, that was too fast and too furious for me. And then too fast and too furious came out. I was like, I told you. My problem was I watched Gone in 60 Seconds. And then like the next week I watched Fast and Furious because it came out like right around. Yeah, they did come out pretty close together. Fast and Furious just, I mean, compared to Gone in 60 Seconds, was shit. I didn't see Fast and Furious until right before the second one came out. And I okay. saw it because I actually kind of was excited for the second one. And then mm-hmm. I, after I saw the first one, I was like, that was Fast and Furious enough for me. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to move back to over into the right lane and you can just keep on passing me in the lift. I well, tell us anyway. who you think is number one. If you think yeah. it's Terry Funk or right. John Cena or Jake the Snake Roberts. Right. And you tell us who's too fast and too furious. Right. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. I'm at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. Daryl underscore Guns. And I'm at... <laughs> and I'm at <laughs> Beebs2004. That's B-E-E-J-2004. Leave us a five-star review and some comments and some Twitter stuff. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, commute. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Commute. Commute. <laughs> I meant to commit. Commit to listening to us every week, like Seth Rollins and Becky did to each other. I committed to listening to the Buds Watch Wrestling I Podcast every week. I listen weekly. Um, yeah. Usually on Tuesdays. Okay. I like to take a couple days from editing to listen to it. That makes sense. And I still make like we still make me laugh after I've listened to it twice a lot of times. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a plus. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're funny fuckers. Yeah, we are sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> until next time, Buzz, that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's Daryl over Peace there. out, guys. See ya. Bye. Go on. We love you. Sometimes. I can't commit. <laughs> I can't commit. You're not Bethy. Becky Lawless. Becky Lawless. <laughs> Peace out, Bucks. <laughs>
Go. This is the sound this check. This is the sound check. It's checked. So, I was part of the squared circle leaking over the front page to the... I didn't know they leaked over the front page. What yeah. happened? Uh, just a little bit. Um, there was a thing about friends, and like 60% of people believe that Ross was right and they were on a break. Ah. Uh, okay. With I friends. saw that. Yeah. And then Yesterday. something happened, and it finally got to, and someone said, Fiends, and then someone else replied, "Hurt or heal." And, mm -hmm. I, and then I replied, "Let him be." And then there was more, and someone then someone replied, "Me, Yahoo Wowie." And it was dope. It's good times. That is good times. That was a good soundtrack. Yeah, fuckers, fuckers. Whenever you're ready. Whenever. Yeah.